Hi, I'm Flicky Daniel, it's me, Alan Smith, for we publish the results of today's paper on uh, Tuesday, December the 12th. So, front page paper today is just a great big picture of Peter Heed Herbert, and um, a massive headline says, Boom times Loom for a blue tune. Um, and it's just a couple of bullet points really. Peter Heed says, well, reap rewards of green industrial revolution, and um, economic bonanza on why thanks to clean energy transition and then you know mere about it inside and but obviously this is a tedious um uh, folk moving up to london um, uh, to oversee the transition and i think and um you know they'll get to be in for a, a big big egg i think moving from london up to peter heed and it's bad enough uh, you know Somebody feel like some if I can to work up to to even visit Peter Heed. You get your in open with uh ass boys. Crikey. Anyway, it looks like uh, it's gonna be big bucks coming Peter Heed's way. Now here's the sad end of an era as hymns ring out at historic Kirk. So with a poignant chorus a silent night, um members of historic Burti Parish Church has bid a sad farewell to a centuries-old institution. Uh, there has been a place of worship on the Aberdeenshire site, nestled in an off-the-beaten-track hollow near the hill of Barra uh, for more than 800 years. The A-listed building, south of Almeldrum, dates back to 1806, but Burti has been a place of Christian worship since at least 1199. <laughs> um... Well, it's very surprising because, uh, well, it's just surprising. Um, anyway, a service of dedication was held on uh, July 9th, 1995 to mark eight centuries of Christian worship on the site of the Kirk attended by representatives of an array of denominations. Fewer than 30 years later, however, in a drizzly December morning, some 825 years of history came to a close with a special service um, uh, to commemorate the, the site. Seasonal hymns, including O Come, All Ye Faithful, it came upon a midnight clear and in the bleak midwinter, the midwinter reverberated around the building. It comes as the Church of Scotland closes several buildings across the northeast amid dwindling congregations. Uh, but dozens of folk, including former ministers, uh, packed into cactuses cheerio. The Reverend Isla MacDonald had the distinction of uh, presiding over the final service. In a statement on the Church of Scotland website, she said, There is a, a sorrow in leaving behind a place so rich in history and memories. As we bid farewell to Burti, we carry with us the lessons learned and the faith nurtured within these walls. Um, so, well, there's a couple of pictures in there, certainly as a you know, a good 40, 50 folk, I suppose, in here, so it'll be a big, busy day in Burti. But, well, I suppose it is a shame if it's, if it's less than 800 years and it's come to a concrete now, but if there's nobody gone regular, then, you know, it's not going to survive. Now here's an aunt. A, uh, an auntie and a nephew all crewed up to answer next shout for lifeboat, so a rookie lifesaver with the RNLI 
is preparing for his first Christmas on call alongside his auntie. Aidan Sutherland, for just 18, will be ready to charge into action as part of the Bucky Lifeboat crew this festive season. He will join his auntie, Elaine Marr, who has been helping save lives at sea for the past seven years. Bucky native Elaine, an ambulance technician, said, I'm so proud of Aidan for joining the volunteer crew at Bucky. It was his own ambition to join the lifeboat crew, and here we are celebrating our first Christmas with us both on the crew. The RNLI has launched its Christmas appeal to raise funds to continue its vital work. Uh, to make a donation and enable volunteers to help save lives, visit rnli.org uh, forward slash winter appeal. So, um, well, that's a, you know, a very rare thing, I'm sure, to have uh, an auntie and a nephew on the same boat, but, uh, well, good luck to pair them, because this is one thing I wouldn't contemplate ever, and, uh, you know, they deserve great credit for, for volunteering to do that. Uh, well done to young Loon and to his auntie. Now here's a community rallies to fight wind firm bid. Such as Northeast residents have voted to fight against plans for a controversial wind firm in Deeside. A plan application has been submitted for 16 turbine onshore development at Hillafair near Bunkery. Well, actually it's near Tarfans, but anyway. Uh, oh, here we go. Now Tarfans Community Council has voted to formally object to the proposals. The organisation said it considered the results of two surveys in the community showing almost 75% of respondents object to the plans, while only 11% expressed support. Uh, Peter Argyle, chairman of the Finns Community Council, said the decision was unanimous. We recognise the strong local feeling against this uh, inappropriate development and will support our community and our community even in seeking to have these proposals thrown out by the Scottish Government. While there is a role for wind energy in Scotland, this application flies in the face of key planning rules, both local and national. Uh, there would be a massive impact on the landscape um, of Deeside due to the size of the proposed turbines. So, I think maybe if the, the company will be, I think again, and maybe throwing a, a wee sweetener, maybe saying like nay, electric bells and nay turfins for the next 20 years. They can just live off a win. That might change a few folks' uh, tunes. But, um, so far, no, 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 they're saying. Now here's an uh, OAP for his Lockdown Stair Challenge raised thousands, uh, dies at 93. So a North uh, Allied pensioner for raised hundreds of thousands of pounds for good causes during lockdown by climbing the equivalent of a mountain on her stairs has died aged 93. This was Margaret Payne of Ardvar in Sutherland. Uh, she raised 436,000 pounds for the NHS Highland, the Highland Hospice and the RNLI after scaling the height of the 731 metre uh, Sauvin. Uh, she received a British Empire Medal for services uh, to the community in Lochinver, which she called a great honour, and received a letter of congratulations for the then Prince of Wales. A spokesperson for the Highland Hospice said, It, was great, it is with great sadness we note the passing of Margaret Payne. Uh, Margaret was a lockdown legend, but her long and extraordinary life took in so much more. 
Uh, we'll be forever grateful to her and her late husband, Jim, for their support. And our thoughts will be Nikki MacArthur and all her family this time. Uh, keep coming. Margaret says Mrs. Payne's fundraising efforts were in recognition of the support to receive from NHS and Highland Hospice over the years, including for her late husband, Jim. Uh, she chose uh, Sylvain for her staircase mountain as that's the only peak she ever climbed. Midway through the charity challenge, she said, I'm completely overwhelmed and humbled by the generosity of everybody for donated to this amazing cause. They are providing greatly appreciated encouragement as I slowly but surely muck my way up the mountain wealth. <laughs> A marvellous achievement. 93. Um, well, 91 for the first way when it was locked up when she was doing it, but um, you know, even supposing that there's still uh, some going and, uh, you know, uh, hats off to her for raising all that money. It's a tremendous amount of silver anyway uh, to raise for the Highland Hospice. And, um, you know, as I say, fantastic for somebody of that age. I mean, I'm near 91 or 93, but I feel it some days. And, and you know, I could, uh, why my gummy leg is just new, I couldn't have been up and doing the stairs all the time. So hats off to her and, uh, you know, well done for that legacy they have left. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, and um, back page is Robson to assess deals for Williams and Dadia. So, Aberdeen boss Barry Robson has revealed he is set to assess the potential future of uh, loan players Reese Williams and or Dadia. He also confirmed frozen out uh, Vicente Besujuin is working hard on training, but other players are ahead of him. He also revealed the Dons remain in dialogue with Connor Barron regarding a new contract. The Dons boss insists the club are trying to get some positive news as quickly as we can on Barron, who is out of contract at the end of the season. So it never normally ends uh, ends wheel for that uh, player to a contract pretty shortly. With them, um, you know, hopefully they can time them for a wee while yet. But um, you know, eyes on uh, Hamden for this weekend, and hopefully the thrashing arranger. So come on, everybody. No, no, that's me done for the now. So we publish stories of today's prison journal on uh, Tuesday, 12th of December, 2023. And um, if it's been an incredibly mochy day up in Aberdeenshire, just been drizzle, or heavier than drizzle, most of the day, um, pretty much for the time I woke up this morning, it was raining. It <laughs> um, rained all day when I was at my work, and uh, it was uh, still raining later on when I come home. And... Um, Maybe just about a, an hour ago, back at 10, maybe had a look out and it was finally off. But uh, that's the first. It's not been running for a lot, a lot of hours. But anyway, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Then uh, you can f- follow us on Spotify and then you'll have uh, access to every single episode, including all the all, all ends for you can, uh, you know, if you're that way inclined, you could listen to other all stories and see if it was happening in the Doric world months and months, years ago. Some folk like that kind of stuff. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo.